on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. Okay, uh, you're in a bad date. How long do you wait until you leave? And the top excuse is people leave dates. This is important information, okay? This is, if you don't want to be on Makeup or Breakup, please listen to this. Because <laughs> no this kidding. is important. Um, you want to start with how long until people want to bail on a date or you want to go with topic? So this is how long people want to bail, but they don't actually bail out. So it is people will tolerate an average of blank time on a bad day before making an excuse to leave. Okay. So let me think here. The average first date I'm assuming is somewhere around two to three hours. Yeah. I Um, think if you, if you go dinner and drinks, you're looking at probably two, two and a half hours, right? Okay. So I'm going to say maybe after an hour. Do I need Close. minutes, like actual minutes? I'm going to go. You can go minutes if I'm you'd gonna like. I'm going to go 70 minutes. 70 minutes, an hour and 10 minutes. For those of you that don't know that math, uh, no, that is a little bit too much. The average is 51 minutes. Mm, so okay. if your date is going terrible for 51 minutes, that's when the average person goes, all right, what's my excuse? What's I'm my out? out? Okay, 51 minutes. Now that I think about that a, a little bit more, that's kind of a long time. When I think of dinner, I'm like, that's halfway through your main course. Yeah. If you get appetizers, that's halfway through the main course. I think it's 51 minutes, right? You get appetizers, that's the first 20, 25 <laughs> outcomes. I, I always think food you're related. You're very, uh, very strong on this. Like yeah, you you're, know. About, you're about halfway through your fettuccine. In fact, the time <laughs> you want to leave the date is about the time you go, should I finish this off or should I get it to go box? Got it. We've all been there with the pasta. Have you ever bounced out on a date like midway through, made an excuse? No, I haven't. I haven't. Though I have had, uh, I believe, women do that to me. I've definitely oh. had that. I, I did have a friend of mine. <laughs> this is so bad. A friend of mine that his date was going so poorly, uh, she pretended she was asleep in the movie theater and, like, was fake snoring. Yes. And, like, Are he could tell. Are we sure? Yes, he could or tell. Or was she actually because, asleep? Because she was awake and then she was snoring in, like, 20 seconds. And no one goes from awake to snoring in 20 I wonder, seconds. I wonder why. Because in a movie, it's not like you're interacting I, with your I date know. very much. How anyway, bad could so your just date be going that even just watching a movie is unbearable so you pretend wow. you're asleep, right? So 51 minutes. But no, I've never, I've never had a day where I'm like, I got to get out of here. But we do have the top excuses given for a date. Um, emergency at work. Which makes no sense to me. On a Friday night at 9 o'clock. Well, maybe, may, hang on. Maybe you're doing like a lunch date or maybe you have a job that's demanding. Maybe you okay. have a job where you could get called in for something. Okay. So here we go. Uh, so top excuses of leaving a date. Emergency at work. Unwell relatives. Interesting. <laughs> my, I, I mean, if yeah, your Aunt Carol is, is struggling, I don't know, unless you're running to the hospital. Broken down car. Interesting. Hang on a second. Broken down car. Listen, I'm just. But if you're, well, maybe, maybe you're on your way to the date and you decide you don't even want to go on it. Or maybe you're sitting in the restaurant and you're like, oh no, my car just got a flat tire. I just know it. I got an alert on my phone. Somehow my phone told me that my car's broken down. Uh, Number one excuse though is that you don't feel well, which is the trump card. Like it's a really easy thing to do. Oh, hey, I'm not feeling well. My tummy hurts. Well, and then it's kind of messed up if your date questions you, like, really? Really, yeah. you don't feel good? Nobody's going to question you. The only way, if you're on a bad date and you try to do the whole fake sick, the only thing it can backfire is if they go into, like, super, you know, nanny mode and they want to, like, help you and they want to take you home, get you medicine, get you oh, chicken yeah. noodle soup or whatever let's, it is. Let's, let's 
fight this cold. Let me yeah. help you. Yeah, yeah. Pepto Bismol. They're you like making that? you chug Pepto. Yeah, you see that in the movies where it's like someone will like the date will like bring them into their home and like yeah. tuck them into bed. It's like a like, rom com. Bring thing. them yeah. some food, and I'm like, um, no, yeah. no thanks. Leave me alone. It is a rom com thing. It's like you you trip on the date. You see it all the time. Like the girl will fall, and the guy, yeah, you're right, takes her to his house and like nurses her back to health. Which is very creepy in the real world. <laughs> I know, right? I would rather g- drop me off at a friend's, drop me <laughs> off at my parents, take me to the hospital. Don't take me to your house. I've been on one date in particular I could think of that was just really, really bad, just all around bad. It was this guy, and I feel bad because we were such good friends, and I think we ruined it by going on a date. Yeah, it is. It, like, you can totally do that. And so we go on a date, and then the whole time it just felt like weird pressure. I wanted to make an excuse, I wanted to bounce out. But again, he was a really good friend of mine. So I think he would pick up on those signs. So I just kind of went through with it. And it ended with the worst kiss I have ever had. Hands down. Oh, my gosh, yes. Give me the play-by-play. So he takes me to my door, and I'm like, please, just just leave. I don't want to have this awkwardness, even a hug. I was like, just let's just get over with this, right? So I'm like in the back of my mind trying to get through with this So he's walking you to your front door. Walks me to the door instead of dropping me off, which is sweet, chivalrous. So he takes me to the door. I'm trying to leave and I'm trying to go into the house. And then he does the whole like pulls me in and it was just awkward. And then he comes in and it was like wet and slobber. It was just the worst. It was just the worst. Did he go in mouth open? No. I mean, it was kind of like half open, half closed, but it was like his lips were super wet. Did you see his eyes close as he was heading towards you? Uh, Yeah. Oh, one of those situations. I can still literally see it. Where you can see his eyes close. The only We're date still I, good friends, but yeah, it was really bad. I wanted to leave a date once. We went to Red Lobster, and I swear to you she did this on purpose. Because what person orders this? But we go to Red Lobster. Now, Red Lobster, what are they known for? Lobster, lobster shrimp. Yeah, but yeah. Seafood. Yeah, but it's like the traditional like shrimp, lobster. This woman orders oysters, which I don't even know if they do oysters anymore. And she is slurping them down like you wouldn't believe. And so I have to sit next to this woman and she is going, and she's she literally. She likes oysters. I swear, you can't get mad at her I for that. I swear to you, she's like, oh, they taste like boogers. Like, she said <laughs> something like that. And, and then from that point on, I'm like, I can't unsee you slurping down oysters. And she had like 18 of them. And since then, you will never and, yeah, have an oyster ever, again. Ever in my life. It's wow. Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren's trending stories. Wow. In Massachusetts, there is a bill that has been proposed. That would allow inmates in the prison system, prison, not prism. I said yeah, prism. prism. <laughs> I yeah. said prism like the whole light, the glass. What is a prism? You know what I'm talking about, the rainbow thing? Yeah, it's a triangle. Well, it's like a. Not I a triangle, it's a triangle. I don't know what a prism is. I just know prisms are good. <laughs> I like okay, them. Okay, hang on. A prism, a solid geometric figure whose two ends faces are similar, equal, and parallel rectangular. Yeah, that's a prism. But well, I'm talking, talking about, about a prison. prison. <laughs> I'm talking about the prison system in Massachusetts. Let's just talk about prisms the whole time. This bill that was proposed would allow inmates to reduce their prison sentences in exchange for their organs. If they're willing to donate their organs. All right. Listen here, Gary. You're sentenced to five years. But if we can get them kidneys, you can get out of here in two and a half. Listen, this is controversial. I'm just reporting <laughs> yeah, the facts. Oh, no, this seems like something you could easily talk at the dinner table and not have any arguments. <laughs> but I guess this bill could permit incarcerated individuals to shave two to 12 months oh off of their word. sentences if they okay, agree to donate an organ months? or Hold bone on. marrow. What kind of organ are you willing to give up for just two months less in jail? Hang on 
a second. You're helping preserve a life. Maybe no, I, it's I an organ you don't need. I, I guess. I guess that makes sense. But also, I feel like that's kind of a big ask for two months. Right? Just I mean, reporting we have, the story, we have a however couple, you feel about is it. it. Is it the kidneys we got two of and you only need one? Is that is that what the organ is? There's I one of them where it's like we kidney, got a bonus one. Um, I do think the gallbladder is not necessary because a, oh, yeah, people people yeah, a lot of people have it removed. Um, I'm thinking they're also asking for bone marrow donations. Listen, if I'm in prison... And I got nothing else going on. Yeah, I'm why not? Sure. Yeah, yeah, take my gallbladder out. Listen. It might mix up the monotony of the day to day. That's what it is. Uh, but now, are you bored in prison? <laughs> However you feel about it, that's what's uh, possibly happening in Massachusetts. Also, the world's oldest dog. I know we always bring up a new world's oldest dog. We have but this dog. Yeah, I mean, we've brought it up before, and then the dogs just die. People. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but this dog, okay, named Bobby. Or Bobby? B-O-B-I? I would say Bobby. Bobby. Okay, so Bobby is the world's oldest dog ever. This dog is from Portugal. 30 years wow. and 266 wow. days old. That's 30 crazy. years. Which That's 30 incredible. Times, is dog year seven or eight? I think it's seven, right? Um, so 30 times seven. Yeah. So the what dog is, is 210 years old? <laughs> How is that, that true? Wow, I thought I thought it's true. I don't know. I don't know how accurate it is, but that's what they. I think I think that's a coping mechanism. It kind of helps to because when you think of like a ten year old dog, and you're just like, oh, if he was ten, that always mm-hmm. feels sad. But if you multiply, that makes you feel better. Come on, Bobby. I just want Bobby to make it to its thirty first birthday because they're close. Because the the age is thirty years, two hundred and sixty six wow. days. So if you can make it to three six five. Then you're 31 years old. I don't think any other dog will make yeah, that. Yeah, shout out to Bobby. I wonder what Bobby eats. He's got to be eating that like fancy dog food. Oh, yeah. He's not just throwing down any sort of puppy chow or He's something. eating that dog food from a can. Yeah. We know that's fancy. Did you know Vanessa Hudgens is dating an outfielder or shortstop from the Colorado Rockies? No, I didn't I know didn't. this. Anyway, they got engaged. Oh. There's, a little, there's a little Hollywood tidbit for you. Wow, gosh, I, I know what I'm going to talk about with the boys this weekend. <laughs> you hey, met that Rockies yeah, player? Sorry, let me, let me do him due diligence. His name is Cole Tucker. I didn't even say his name. Come I don't on. even know who that is, no. Uh, Rockies shortstop and outfielder. You know, I've been to a Rockies game. <laughs> Just another little tidbit for y'all. And that's how we circle it back to Joey and Lauren in the morning. Yes, Lauren has been to a Rockies game, and a Rockies player just got engaged to that girl from High School Musical. Yeah, you know. Okay, so there's also a lot of stories uh, that circulate about kids that order things from their parents' phone or their Amazon account. It's one of my biggest fears. There is a dad who has revealed his six-year-old ordered over $1,000 worth of food on Grubhub. (laughs) Kiddo was hungry, I guess, got on Grubhub, started... Swiping and typing. And so what was over $1,000 from Grubhub with fees? What, you got like two meals? Uh, you know? Let me see if I can actually, I want to see if I can find. Don't you think Grubhub would like is. flag that? Wouldn't they be like, hey, are you sure you want to make this purchase of $1,000 worth nah. of food? They're like, this dude's hungry. Yeah. What did it say? What did the kid order? Do you I'm know? Trying to, okay. Uh, accidentally spent $1,000 on Grubhub just for some chili fries. So I guess he wanted chili fries, but probably ordered a whole bunch of other stuff too. That's a lot of chili but that cheese was fries. start. By the way, you should never eat $1,000 worth of chili cheese fries. You will never leave the bathroom. You will live on the toilet. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, and I can say that. Do not do that. Yeah, I'm always terrified of, you know, kids as our kids get older and start talking to Alexa and all this stuff. I'm like, they're definitely going to order something. Yeah. And those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning.
It's Joey and Lauren. It is Makeup or Breakup. Eric says he feels that him and Ashley were almost an item. So you go from almost an item to I cannot get a hold of her, which that is not good. sounds very sad. It's yeah, like it how does. do you go from that to nothing at well, all? Well, I mean, it, it, sometimes it's hard because maybe you think it's going one way and maybe they feel yeah, it's like going Yeah, totally like maybe different. Eric is like, oh yeah, we're an item. She's yeah. my girlfriend and Ashley's like, mm, I barely know the guy. So Eric is with us now. Let's talk to him. Hello, Eric. How are you? What's going on, guys? Thanks for joining us. Okay, so you've gone out with Ashley multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, we went like on four dates, and it was really looking like this was going to, you know, turn into something. Okay. So you're, you're like, hey, I, my, all my eggs are in one basket. I want to see Ashley. We've gone out a few times. I feel committed at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was headed that way, and that's what I'd like to have with her. Sure. Okay. Um, so what, what was the most recent date that you guys did? It was like two weeks ago. Um, okay. We had some dinner, and then we just watched a movie at her place. Okay, so you've 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 made it to her house before. You've you've mm-hmm. kind of broken that barrier. You guys are familiar from that standpoint. Um, in the four or five dates, or however many times you've gone out, was it constant communication on the phone before then and in between dates? Yeah, yeah, it always was, mm-hmm. and it was easy to talk to her too. And now okay. it's very difficult. So th- this is yeah. kind of out of character, and and that's what's hard is it's like you're so used to getting those bounce backs, those responses, yeah. that communication, and then nothing. So I, you said two weeks since you last saw her, right? Yeah, yeah. And then how many times would you say you've initiated some form of contact since then? Um, I don't know. It's been a small handful of texts and calls, and she hasn't responded to anything. Okay, so I mean, you've done you've done the texts, you've done the calls. I know the texts, yeah. Okay, calls. Yeah. Okay. What was your? Can I just quickly ask what was your demeanor like at her place? Like, um, were were you respectful? You weren't being, I don't know how to explain it, like messy or something like that, like in someone else's home. I'm just trying to think of all the stuff about her place. Actually, it was it was really totally chill. It didn't even like get heated or you know anything like that it was just very mm-hmm. relaxed and comfortable and we just watched a movie and then i went home and i was like this is great you know we can just hang out so comfortably so mm-hmm. i i honestly don't know what happened i mean this is kind of a weird question and may, i'm not saying that this is the appropriate thing to do but because you know where she lives you could just show up or drop off flowers or something have you, you thought about that creepy though is that creepy <laughs> to drop drop off flowers Maybe now that it's not. been two weeks Maybe and she's you dodging do- you. DoorDash her some cookies or something. Yeah. Thinking about you. I don't Have know. you thought about that at all? I. Nope. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, but I thought of you guys. Nope. Eric, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're basically right. telling us you think that'd be creepy. But this is not creepy. This is actually finding solutions. So, Eric, what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll play a song. We'll come back. We'll call Ashley. We'll talk to her. Hopefully, she'll give us, Eric did this, or, or maybe I'm... Uh, it's going too fast. Whatever the answer may be, and mm-hmm. we'll try to at least give you closure or squash a, a problem yeah, that you may clarity, have. Clarity, maybe. Sound good? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay. Eric with us. Let's talk to Ashley when we come back. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. All right. It is uh, Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up. We are about to talk to Ashley. Spent some time with Eric, and uh, he goes, man, we've gone out like four or five times. I've been to her house. And we were in pretty much constant communication, and now she's not talking to me. I always worry about this when we're when we're not dealing with a first date, right? When mm-hmm. we're dealing with someone that has established a 
somewhat of a relationship. I worry that the person just gets cold feet and they're just like, you know what? Yeah. I thought some people say this. I watch this on Married at First Sight all the time. They go, I thought I was ready, but I'm not ready. Yeah. And well, they I, don't know how we, to explain that. Bring that up a lot because we're like, well, maybe the other person didn't yeah. see it the way you did and they thought it was moving too fast. I don't know. Either way, Eric is like, I, I like her. I just want to get some answers at this point because, you know, it's, it's been a while. It's yeah. been about two weeks. So we've got Ashley's number. Let's talk to Ashley. Hello? Hi. Uh, is this Ashley? This is she. Hi, I, Ashley. This is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning. We're a morning radio show. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Hi. Hi. Yes, okay. Hello. Well, I, I, listen to that annoyed. tone. That tone, <laughs> Ashley. You know who we are then. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, that, hey, that's good. Thank you um, for listening. Sorry, it almost sounds like we're kind of bothering you. <laughs> or maybe you know why no, we're calling. No, 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 no. Um, um, I'm, is this, I, just, I have to assume this is about Eric. Yeah. It is about Eric. Mm-hmm. He, he is also a fan of the show. So you guys have that in common, which is great. But he says, man... I went out multiple times with Ashley. We were talking all the time. I've sent multiple texts. I've called. No answer. So first of all, are you okay? Everything's good there? Healthy? Good to go? Uh, yes, I'm I'm totally okay. So, okay. so this is on purpose. You're you're dodging Eric. Can you tell us why? Or, or tell him why? I mean, Eric yeah, is with us. Yeah, he's on the line. You can say hello. Uh, Eric, are you there? Yeah, 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 I'm here. <laughs> okay, got Okay, um... I'm sorry. I feel really bad. It's not even, it's just, it was a weird vibe. That's all. He just, mm-hmm. I feel like he gave me a weird vibe the last time that we hung out and he came over to my house. We were watching a movie. So it just, it's just one of those weird things to explain that you just kind of, all I can say is everything was fine. And then he laid down in my lap, kind of like horizontally, just out of the blue, which mm-hmm. I guess that's not that weird, you know, but he put his head in my lap and, um, that would have been fine, uh, you know, just watching a movie, cuddling or whatever. But um, throughout the movie, with his head in my lap, he started nudging, like kind of like a dog would, right? Like to be pet or something. And okay. with his head in my lap. And I was like, oh. And I, for a moment, I, I almost was like, what? Like, I didn't even know what he wanted. And then, so eventually I started, you know, like playing with his hair, rubbing his head. And, I, you know, I, I guess that's what he wanted. And it just was weird to me, that's all. I, I don't know the, any well, other well, way to describe it. What's the strange part? The, the, the head <laughs> in the lap? The, the, the nudging? Like I mean, dog, is the, you know? It's, it's like, a, like a, a dog that puts well, their I, head I in exactly your lap and insists that you pet them or something. Yeah, that's did, what's weird about yes, it. Yes, I know exactly say, what you're saying. Did he, say, did he look up at you and say, Ashley, pet me, please? And then after that, <laughs> no, can, but can you I get know, some... It was, it, the, the little, like, you know, head nudge and look up like that, you know, like... It was definitely, he didn't say pet me, but he, yeah. <laughs> he was saying pet me oh, without well, okay. saying pet perfect me. Perfect example. That's and we'll right. Let you, we'll let you state your case, Eric. But uh, perfect example, Joey, we've been laying on, lounging on the couch or whatever, and I put my feet up on your lap, and I start nudging you for a foot rub. And I'm, without saying it, but I'm just kind of like, hey, uh, yeah, here are is, my feet. That is kind of annoying. Rub. And not saying you, would it have, it would have been better for him to be like, oh, man, I would love a head massage or whatever. Uh, Eric, okay. You've heard this. Yeah, is that I, what you were doing? I'm kind of on your side here, but apparently the nudging, I mean, how much, how accurate is this? Well, come on. I mean, haven't you ever had a head massage? It's amazing. It feels yeah, that's true. great. How is that weird? <laughs> Maybe say something, because that could what? feel like she just like, the what's nudge, he doing? The nudge does say something. It says like, eh, eh. <laughs> I'm, 
I mean, yeah, I, I mean, like I guess a head massage makes sense. I, I guess that's a valid thing. I just maybe I've never been. Maybe I don't run in head massaging circles. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I didn't. It's all community. Joey can feel kind of like, what's he? Uh, what is he asking for? Like, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you know, there's the whole usually. Sometimes the massage thing, just like cuddling, is like a mutual thing. I, you know, like each person gets now something you're being out of it. Got it. it. Got it. You, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I can agree with that because there's nothing that I hate more than having to do a full blown back. Because <laughs> I don't like getting massages, so it never, it never turns out for me. So I, I don't like it. I'm trying. To, I mean, Eric, were you doing puppy eyes? Like, <laughs> I'm picturing a dog. Yeah, apparently, apparently, I nuzzled and did puppy eyes. But you know, even that. Come on, is that really that weird? Yeah, what's wrong with that? There's yeah, that's weird. And please tell me, please tell me, you didn't do the whole like foot kick. You know how the dogs are like kick their foot when they're be- when their belly's Would being rubbed. <laughs> yeah, and he had a leash on too. It got real weird. Oh, so uh, actually, I mean, you hear this like is this a situation <laughs> that we can move past? Because I will say, Eric sounds like a great guy. Uh, scalp massages are amazing. Yeah, and maybe now it just needs to be more like official. Like, hey. Would you mind giving me a head massage? Yeah, maybe we're doing this now. And now I understand. Since okay. I'm, I actually, I think it's maybe more on me that I, no, I am not I mean, really part yeah. of the head massaging community. So maybe <laughs> it's not yeah. on you. No, I don't know if there is a head massaging community. So Eric, this is good news. We're going to pay for you guys to go out again. Uh, we're going to pay for a date uh, in public. So we don't have any nudging and any weird stuff. All right. What, you're not going to buy us a, a, a couple's massage? Yeah, oh. no. Well, oh. you know what? How about this? How about this, Eric? We normally just have a gift card, but we are going to talk to management, and maybe they'll swing a couple's massage for you guys. How about that? You see? Hey, okay, yeah. How's that? Look at that. There we go. <laughs> on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker, you're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Joey and Lauren. All right, it's Joey and Lauren. Let's get to it. It's a Monday, so let's do the Monday debate, the debate of the week. This week, the Monday debate. Best Super Bowl food. You got a Super Bowl party, big game party. This is not a promotional thing, so we can say it, but you got a Super Bowl party. Right. What's the food? Okay, so am I hosting or am I going? Or does it matter? No, 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 no. We're not going to get into those details. We're just saying okay, you've, right. you've got a you've got a party going on to okay. watch the Super Bowl. The What's the food? food for the big game, for the Super Bowl. Gosh, I feel like every year I go back and forth on this. I think the logical answer the the easy answer a lot of people would give is wings. I think wings is very common, very popular watching the game. But, 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 I'm going to go my favorite. What I think has to, has to, has to be at any Super Bowl party, chips and dip. Some sort of dip. Any dip. Wait, you're just taking dip. a monopoly on all the dips? Can't I? Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> What I, are the rules? Well, Can't I? as I've been thinking about it, I've maybe wanted to throw uh, okay, queso fine. out there. I have the premier dip in mind. The premier dip. If you are hosting or going to a Super Bowl party, is buffalo chicken dip. Okay, so the buffalo chicken Chef's dip kiss. is your Super Bowl party. It Put- is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you yes. eat too much, it will be a Super Bowl party, man. That's for sure. It's the premier dip. It's fabulous. It's fantastic. What do you Most dip? People love it. What right? do you What do you dip your What do you dip in the buffalo chicken dip? Um, tortilla chips is a safe option. It's easy. It works. It's delicious. Um, but you can also do bread. Like little pieces of, um, I don't know, you can like toast up some bread. Yeah, I don't it. even okay. know like what the exact is. You can word even do is, celery if you want. Oh, gosh. The Super Bowl party. Don't spit in my face. Okay. So I can't say celery. hummus. 
I was going to say oh hummus. Oh my gosh, you're going to say hummus no, for I'm not, a Super Bowl No, party? I'm not going to say hummus. Uh, this is a very difficult argument. So you're going buffalo chicken dip, which I I think is a super solid choice. It really is. Because I think it buffalo. It yeah, Exactly. Buffalo wings and chicken wings are a great Super Bowl food, but the problem is they are messy. They are, I mean, it's just, it's just gross. I think if you're at someone's house, it's kind of the last thing I want to eat just because I look like a barbarian. Um, I have sauce everywhere. Do they have strong enough napkins or am I having to use 17 napkins for one wing? So I'm with you. I'm actually not going to go chicken wing. Okay. So I know the football gods are mad at me. So I think buffalo chicken dip is a great answer, but it's still not. The P-I-T-B. P-I-T-B. What? The P-I-T-B. The little, little piggy in a blanket. (laughs) Pigs in a blanket is the best Super Bowl food. It is. Oh my gosh, no, Pigs in a blanket. I love It's easy. It's fun. They're tasty. You can eat a lot of them. You can grab one on a go. If I need, if I'm walking around, right? If this is a good enough They're party, poppable, you got yes. a lot. You got a lot of people, right? So I'm talking in the kitchen. I'm sitting down on the couch. If I try to do a chicken wing or a slice of pizza or anything else, I got to sit down. The pigs in a blanket. I can pop one on my way to the bathroom. I can do whatever with them. I can go a little mustard. I can go a little ketchup. I can go a little barbecue. Pigs in a blanket. They are delicious. However, I don't feel like it's strong enough. I feel like you need something oh, more. Oh, it's definitely strong enough. I don't want to say meatier, but Buffalo something that's chicken just... dip. First of all, you're dealing. You could someone could totally screw it up and undercook chicken, and you all die from salmonella. That is true. That it's is a, something but it's a that risk will I'm not happen. To take. Everything in a pig's in a blanket. You could eat them raw. Raw Pillsbury dough. Oh, you gross. can eat it. Raw. Have you ever had a little piece of the dough it's raw? Not a, not it as tastes good. Not It as always good. looks like it's going to be delicious, and then not you take good. a piece, and it's like. Why did I just do that? Plus, the, the pigs in a blanket, you're not dealing with a double-dipping issue. Um, you're Really, if you run out, someone can whip them up real quick. If you run out of buffalo chicken dip, you're done. You're done, though. No one's going to be like, yeah, let me make a new dip. Okay. Okay, no, I got you there. I just don't feel like it packs a big enough punch for a Super Bowl party. I feel like you need to go something bigger. The pigs in a blanket feels like a side item. That feels like a, I don't know. It just feels kind of like it's there, but it doesn't feel like the main thing. Wow. Okay, but the buffalo like, chi- like but wings, buffalo, pizza. But buffalo chicken dip is not a side. Are you kidding me? Buffalo oh, that's chicken dip is something in you my eat. Mind. No, it's something you eat before the good stuff comes out. I'm eating it all night long. <laughs> I am eating it all night. I would go to a party if the only thing they served was pigs in a blanket. I'd go to a piggy party. That and that's the only thing yeah. you eat. I could. Oh, it's gosh. got my food groups in it. It's got my protein. It's got my carbs. What, is, what does buffalo chicken have besides a run to the toilet? Um, protein, chicken, carbs probably with the dipper. It's got your dairy in it with the cream cheese. It's got diarrhea written all over it. <laughs> by, by the way, makes your breath cleanses, smell heinous. And it cleanses your, your palate, your senses. Makes if your you have breath a stuffy smell nose, heinous. It helps that. Plus, you have no idea. If you have to share chips with other dips, you're done. Because someone's going to grab too big of a handful for the spinach artichoke dip, and all of a sudden, you're just eating the buffalo chicken dip with a spoon like an animal. And I would do it. No, it's got to be the pigs in a blanket. Well, wow. None of us going wings or, or pizza. pizza. Or That's like surprising. sliders. Yeah. Ooh, sliders is good. Or ribs. I know a lot of people that do ribs mm. on the big game. So I'm going pigs in a blanket. That's what I want to eat now for the rest of the week. And that is the Monday debate. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. Time for your Joey life hack. Uh... 
Listen, if you like a song and maybe you don't really know the artist or like the artist, but you like the song, one of the things you can do is look up who produced the song. A lot of artists work with a lot of different producers, but a lot of producers produce the same type of music. Does that make sense? So maybe you're like, oh, I love this song, but I don't really like anything else this artist has done. Bada boom, bada bing, the producer doing a lot of stuff. It's like DJ Khaled, right? It's like DJ Khaled. Seems like a lot of legwork. I mean, I appreciate the hustle, but I'm like, that's a lot of legwork. I just listen. Uh, Trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, man. Uh, I found an audio clip of a woman uh, on the internet that has the hottest opinion I've ever heard in my life. She works for Barstool Sports. Oh, well, there you go. I'm going (laughs) to warn you. Uh, when I when I saw I, it's just this little clip I saw on Twitter and I said oh my gosh we got to play this on the show um, we'll play the audio this woman's name again is Caroline I think uh, Caroline you told me I wrote it, Banowitz Ban- yes Ban- Caroline Banowitz I'll be honest sure. I don't know who she is but apparently she works for Barstool Sports she shared this opinion on the internet and we will discuss. Soup is for women. Men cannot eat soup. It's way too early. You're going to take a little spoon and put it up to your little lips, and you're going to swallow a tiny little spoon. You're going to swallow a teaspoonful of food. It's weird. It's wrong. Men should not have (laughs) soup ever. It's weird. It's not manly. You need to eat only meat at all times with your hands. It's just odd. Soup is weird. It's weird like that. It's water. Hot take. Oh, my gosh. Now, uh, now I think this is on, like, a show she does on Barstool Sports, and I think they they do these, like, hot takes where you're supposed to have a hot opinion. But she's opinion that you know yes. people are going to be mad about. But you heard it right there. According to this woman, men should not be eating soup. Making men everywhere angry. Me- men should not eat soup. She says soup is weird. You take a little spoon. You're drinking this little liquid. It's not First good. First of all, soup is for all people. Uh, and honestly, soup, soup doesn't discriminate. Soup is delicious. Soup is delicious. I don't care who you are. Child, uh, you know, male, female, whoever. Whatever, I think soup is delicious. Okay, there's my first point. Second point, who are you to decide if a food is manly or not? What does that even mean? And what does it even mean to say a food is girly? What does that mean? While I'm not saying, I want to be careful here. I'm not saying that soup is not for men. All right? Men, women, children, adults, elderly, you go eat soup. I do have issues with soup, though. I do think soup is a waste of the culinary experience. I've never been a soup fan. A soup is a side. That's my that's my only opinion I have on soup. You're not gender no. specific on soup. No, no, You're just no. saying soup shouldn't be the no. main course. I am not gender specific on soup, though I would not be in a relationship with someone if all they wanted to do was eat soup. That is creepy. <laughs> that's a psychopath I love move. Soup. Nah, soup soup should be enjoyed on rare occasions. Soup should be enjoyed on three occasions. Okay? First, a starter at a fancy restaurant. Okay, and a fancy restaurant, not like one of those random jugs they have sitting around all day. A soup is only for a starter at a fancy restaurant if you're sick or if you are very, very cold and you need to warm up. On those three wrong. things are the only reasons you're wrong. you need to be I eating soup. Eat, I could eat soup on July 25th. I could, okay. I could eat soup in the middle of summer. Psychopath. You are a psychopath. You're a psychopath. Maybe it's because I'm a lady. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's it. But okay, but let's be honest, okay? So you're dating a guy. You're dating a manly man. He's, his muscles have muscles. If he's eating soup all the time, that doesn't concern no. you at all? Why would that concern me? I don't know. Actually, it would concern me if anyone, the only thing they ate was, it was soup. That's kind of weird. But it has nothing to do with somebody being a man or manly, whatever that even means. But those, are, think- those are my three things. If you're sick, okay. fancy restaurant starter, it cannot be the main course at a fancy restaurant. And uh, and if you really need to warm up, I'll, I'll throw a, an alternate if you're at grandma's house. Grandmas love soup. If, if it's some sort of relative, Aunt Nana. So you're saying soup you know, is for grandmas. 
I'm saying, I'm, yeah, I mean, I would say that probably back in the day they ate more soup than they do now. <laughs> they didn't have chicken sliders back then. All right? You don't know that. They didn't know what buffalo wings were back you then. You don't know that. So they this lady, she soup. says, soup is for women. Men should be eating meat with their hands. Yes, all the time. That is so stupid. That is so stupid. I don't think anybody should be eating meat with their hands all the time. Chicken wings, sure. Ribs, sure. But get like a steak, you're can just you tearing be, it apart okay. with your hands. But can you, you be taken? About? Can you be taken seriously if you're just eating soup? Like if you need a big business meeting, and yes. you have a big business fact, dinner, and I someone goes, "I'll have soup." I think if you're eating soup, I'm I'm taking that person more seriously. They're refined. They have a delicious palate. So you you have a big boss meeting where you need to send a message, and you're going to go to the dinner and be like, "I'll do the broccoli cheddar." What you is, can't wait, do that. What is what I order? But you got to say, "I a want message. a ribeye. I want a tomahawk." <laughs> I want meat. No, see, that just feels barbaric. Right. That that feels barbaric, and it feels a little presumptuous. Like, you're just going to assume that they're going to pay for your big old tomahawk steak? Okay. I want you to eat soup, and only soup for like three weeks, and I guarantee you your opinion will change good. about I'll it. i probably lose weight, Again, too. sick, fancy restaurant, or if you're really cold. I do get three weirded reasons. out if people... Not weirded out. That's the wrong phrase. I do feel like soup should be paired with a salad. They go together, soup and salad. And it's, it is not the main course. Or soup, soup and will sandwich. never be the main course. If someone offers soup as a main course, I actually view it as an insult. <laughs> I, you might as well slap me across well, I think the this, face. This woman is insane. Yeah, she's pretty nuts. It's Joey and Lauren. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment time where you tell us something awkward that is going on in your life. Uh, Nate is with us. I want to call him Nate Dog. Oh, see, I was saying Nate the Great. <laughs> I want to say Nate Dog, but Nate is joining us. Uh, awkward moment at a hotel. Uh, hotels can be awkward. It's a bunch of strangers all, you know, living in the same area, yeah. but you don't know anyone really. Uh, so Nate joining us on that awkward moment. All right, man, what happened? Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah. So, you know, my, my family and I, we, we always stay at this one hotel, and uh you know, kids, family, stuff, and uh, everybody's downstairs, full, you know, getting something to eat. And I went back upstairs to get something in, in the hotel room. And uh, we usually, you know, keep our doors cracked and stuff like that. You know, just it's easy for us to go in and out. Nobody really bothers us. And so I I walk in to, to, to the room, to what I thought yeah. was our hotel room, okay? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm looking around like that. That's weird. That's not my suitcase. That's not my, uh, you know, the size of that pill case was the size of another suitcase. Mm-hmm. So, like, we don't take that many pills. Uh, and I hear the shower. And uh, I'm just, before I could make my way out, uh, she was an older woman, uh, came out of the shower. Oh, no, gosh. I know, right? In a in a in a robe, in this pink pinkish robe. I don't know. I was too stunned to like take a look at the color. And I <laughs> like, was, why does it matter? You know, <laughs> right? It was that moment. <laughs> she she had to look from that lady in the shiny who turned into the old lady in the bathtub. <laughs> um, and uh, I, she started screaming. You know, oh, and yeah. I tried to explain. I'm like, no, don't you run. You run. Well, I don't know. She thinks Do you... You're trying to rob yeah. her or something or you're just some right. creep. Do you, is it better that you try to explain, or do you think you should just run out, or do you think that leads to more suspicion I that you didn't, didn't explain yourself? Do. I didn't know what to do. I felt <laughs> bad and scared at the same time. So I'm like, look, it, it's not 
I thought it was my hotel room, and something hit me in the back of the head as I was running out. <laughs> she, uh, she threw something at oh. you. That's oh, amazing. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. So she, her door must have been cracked, too. That must have been, like, the thing, right? Because you didn't have a key a to get of, into the but, door. But a lot of people do crack. Like, I know yeah, I, t- I, I, I walk by hotel rooms yeah, all the time that are cracked. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, especially if you've got... Kids going in yeah, and out. family and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um so, yeah, I was just kind of making myself. And, and, and the luck would have it, though, it was the wrong floor, so I didn't have to bump it. Oh, I, I guess that's I had nice. a dyslexic moment, which turned into an awkward moment. Okay, yeah, so but, so you went, you got off on the wrong floor, you walk into the room, you think it's yours, and then you quickly, yeah, and, right. and she's obviously angry. Was she yelling? Like, what was she saying to you other than she, throwing stuff? She just, oh, you know, something <laughs> like that. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that was a human that you ran into. That is insane. <laughs> Thanks so much for the call, man. Wow. We appreciate you. And uh, I'm sure you double check your room numbers all the time now. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. So that's Nate walking into oh the room. Oh, my hotel. gosh. That is a huge fear of mine. When I stay in hotels, I am like yep. double, triple checking oh, yeah. the number because I am so nervous. I have that like split second. I'm going to open the door and I'm going to go see somebody oh, asleep in the bed or we something. We were on vacation recently and I can't tell you how many times. It was twice for me personally. I think you did it once or twice, but the floors, depending on what staircase you went to, you were either up a floor or down a floor mm-hmm. and all the time going, trying to get in and it was just beeping that red light and I was like, what's going on? Yeah, and then realizing it's that, the wrong room. You walk in. Like I've heard horror stories of somebody being asleep and then somebody walks into the room and you wake up and you're like, who's that? Though if I – it takes me one second, maybe two seconds, walking into a hotel room and realizing it's mm-hmm. not mine. Mm-hmm. To me, I can almost smell it. You can almost smell when you know it's not your room. Certainly if you see luggage that's not yours. Like I, oh, I'm trying to 100%. understand his process. I'd be like, oh, maybe it's luggage I, I didn't know we had. When you're so confident – Going in and out of your room that you've been doing all week or a couple days that you've been there, you just assume. And he said it sounded like he had a lot of family with him, so maybe it could have been yeah, a family like an aunt and uncle or something like that. Like I don't know. Bold move by this woman showering with the door cracked. Yeah, but I no know. Kidding. I will tell you, with kids having the hotel door closed all the time and then constantly knocking, mm. and then you got to go and open it. So annoying. I have hotel key card anxiety. I have anxiety that my card somehow is matched up with another card or, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Because I'm like, it's all technology when you when it boils down to it. It's like we could actually have the same yeah. code for the same room. I've also seen a lot of people that have their door pretty much open. Like, have you ever seen that where, like, mm-hmm. a family's sitting there watching TV and maybe they're about ready to go, but they just leave their door open? Yeah. And I almost, <laughs> wa- I walk down the hall and I'm like, do I look? I feel do like I, I got to look. look? And then I always, whenever the cleaning crew is like cleaning a room, I always look at the rooms and I'm like, geez, they make a mess. Yeah. Like, yeah. what did you do last <laughs> night? All right. Well, text us 68719. Do you have any awkward uh, hotel stories for us on that awkward moment? Uh, it will get to your answers coming up. It's Joey and Lauren. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time for that awkward moment. So Nate joined us and walked into the wrong hotel room. But the woman was in the shower. I I don't know why he, I don't know. He never really explained how long he stayed, but he noticed. It was super quick. It was like almost right when he walked in, at least how I interpreted it. Right when he walked in, starts to look around, realizes there's luggage that's not his. And then kind of at that moment, a woman comes out of the shower, like in a robe. And then he was like, crap, this is not my room. So here's my question about the whole thing is, is it better to explain yourself or to just run out? Because if you explain yourself, oh, I had the wrong room, does that just prolong the awkwardness? Or running out, does that make you more suspicious? So prolonging the awkwardness is going to happen, and it's going to be super weird. But I, if it were me, I would, I'd be 
of like backing out, going, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, total accident, please forgive me, I thought this was my room, as I'm leaving. But if you just bolt and run, I'm assuming, oh my gosh, that person intentionally busted in here trying to rob me, yeah. didn't want to get caught and left, or something like that, right? I've definitely had the, uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, I've had close calls, I've had where I'm trying to get into the room, it's not working, I realize it's the wrong room. I have knocked on hotel room doors, thinking... The person I'm staying with is going to answer. It's not that person. I go, oh, wrong room, my bad, wrong floor, whatever. And I've definitely had that where I'm in the room and I hear someone try to get in. That's also awkward. Where I've been in the room and there's like other families staying at the hotel and I assume it's a family member knocking and I'm like, hello, or I do something really annoying or stupid and then I open the door and it's like the person coming to clean the room. Housekeeping or something. Oh, shoot, sorry. Uh, I've also had, I mean, it's awkward, but I don't know how else to handle it, but I've been in the bathroom and ho- housekeeping has come in and oh then I have to be like, gosh. I'm in the bathroom, you know, cause they don't know. I'm scared I, you know. of that. So I always put the little thing on the handle yes. so that nobody opens the door. But then sometimes I'm like, oh man, what if they skip my room when I'm in the mm. bathroom? Like I just need five minutes. The risk. They need take. one that says in the bathroom, five minutes, please come back. That's what they need because <laughs> all they have is do not disturb Going your privacy. Potty. They need one that's like, hey, if you're coming to clean the room, I just need five minutes, please. Yeah. A lot of your texts on awkward hotel situations. How about this text? Uh, my son sleepwalked into the wrong hotel room once. How did Dang. that happen? My brother sleepwalked at a hotel, and I swear to you, he got like on the elevator and like went to the lobby because oh, wow. my brother was like a huge sleepwalker. Huh. Well, this person says their son sleepwalked. Into the wrong room. <laughs> um, this one says, we one time stayed at an old mom and pop owned motel. Oh, yeah. While we were staying there, they knocked on the door in the middle of the night telling us we needed to get out because they were booking the room for someone else. <laughs> what? what? Like, how does that even make sense? I don't even know. Yeah. That is messed up. Uh, this one says, all night at a hotel once, a drunk person was trying to get through the inside oh. conjoint door from oh. one room to the other. Yeah, ah, those doors freak me out. Because in a perfect scenario, you're sharing that room with you know someone else that you know. It's like a big family thing. Yeah, family but a lot members. of times I've had that where I'm like, man, this is weird. There's just two doors that separate me I and the know other person. The details was this person like intoxicated? They thought they had family staying there, and the whole night they were trying like banging on the door. Yeah. Or what? Uh, this one's pretty good. It says, one time I heard way too much in the room next to us while we were staying at a hotel. The next morning we got room service as an apology from our room neighbor. Oh, oh gosh. That's funny. <laughs> here's here's some eggs benedict on us. Apologies. Sorry about that. Apologies. Oh, that's weird. Have you ever complained about noise at a hotel? I almost did once, but I was by myself, and I feel like because it was just me, I didn't want to complain. But I was at a hotel. It was years ago. I was traveling for work when I did, like, sports broadcasting, and this man had his TV on literally full volume at 1 a.m. all through the night. Mm -hmm. And I think he was asleep. Like, I think he did it to, to fall asleep. And I almost called, but you know what I did? I just turned on my TV. And so I just turned uh, on, I blasted out. my TV to do that. But no, that's the only one. I always feel nervous. I've wanted to complain, but I'm like, is the hotel going to protect my identity? They may say, hey, yeah. someone next door to you is complaining. And then are they going to start banging on the walls to be a jerk? Like, I don't know. Worst hotel situation I've been in, it wasn't as, necessarily as awkward as, well, it was awkward. But I was staying in Vegas, but I was staying with a buddy's room and he was traveling with the team and the team left and the, the hotel was sold out. So I was staying in the room. I had nowhere to stay yet, and it was like 11 in the morning. They check out. I'm still in the room. Housekeeping comes, and I'm like, oh, I'm still here. They're like, they look at their chart. They're like, no, you checked out. So I'm like, 
Okay, so, so I had nowhere to stay. To... <laughs> so I've got my Should've luggage. I'm in Vegas. I'm calling around. No one has rooms. I finally get a room <laughs> available. But for the longest time, I was thinking? like, they were like so confused. They were like, why are you still in this room? You guys checked out. And I'm like, uh. And Can I just book it another yeah. night? I also had to share the bed with the guy. It was a very strange wow. night. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Joey and Lauren. I think I have officially found the uh, dumbest reason someone could want a divorce. And it's a real thing. In fact, the person that posted this on the internet did say, in all caps, I am completely serious and I need help. It's one of these Reddit threads that get really popular. Uh, It's one of these Reddit threads that says, am I the jerk? Well, you know, I've got to censor it, but am I the jerk for asking my wife to respect my title as a pilot? Now, why are you asking this? This gets really interesting. So this man writes this whole thing. I mean, look how long this thing is. So I'm going to summarize it, right? It's very long. But basically, this man and his wife have been married, and he goes, listen, I am a manager of a restaurant. He says, but, 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 I have spent countless hours on a flight simulator. He says, I've spent thousands of dollars on flight textbooks, sim gear, built his own setup, He says, I have never actually flown a plane or started flight training, but I have considered it for a long time that I am a pilot, even though it's not my full-blown career. Okay? So he says, hours, he he knows how to fly a plane, but he's never actually flown a plane. Okay? Okay. So it's it's clearly a, a super big passion for him. Sure. He says, am I the jerk for wanting to divorce my wife because she'll never respect my title as a pilot when I'm introduced? So he said, recently they were at a friend's barbecue. And the friend asked, they, you know, standing as a couple, and the friend asked what he does, and his wife chimed in with, oh, he manages this fast food chain restaurant. She says, oh, it comes with perks, all this stuff. And he's getting frustrated because he goes, no, you need to tell people I'm a pilot because I'm a pilot. But he's not. He Didn't <laughs> he say in the beginning, he said, I've never had flight training and I don't have a pilot's license. He says, or I've, I've spent thousands flown. of dollars on say? flight textbooks, sim gear. I've built my own A330 setup. I have never actually flown a plane or started flight training, but I've considered it for a long time. Even though my skills are not a career, I still consider myself as adept or possibly more knowledgeable than so the average pilot. So he just said that. He said it's not a career. Didn't he, he just say that? Yes, but he still wants to, like his title is he's a pilot. But he just said it's not. He said it's not a so career. So it's contradictory, right? He says I still consider myself as adept or possibly more knowledgeable than the average pilot. Huh. So long story short, she says, oh, he manages a fast food chain. It certainly comes with some benefits. He says, I'm, I'm assuming she's referring to free food. In a voice that implies nothing was wrong with what she said, I very quickly corrected her and told him that I am a pilot. And here's what, here's his defense. He goes, my wife, he goes, I'm insecure about my job. I feel like I'm more than just my job as managing a fast food restaurant. First of all, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a great career. That's a great job. And here's, here's where I'm confused. He starts in the beginning saying it's not my career, it's not my job, but then he gets mad if his wife doesn't recognize it in front of people. So I think there is an insecurity there, which he says, he says he's insecure. Okay. But, 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 but I think maybe he says, oh, I manage blah, blah, blah. And I'm training to become a pilot. He said this. He says, I've earned the title of pilot. Here's why he wants to be considered a pilot. He says, I've earned my title of pilot through my 500 plus hours on a simulator and thousands of dollars put into my craft. Right. So that's like me saying I'm a golfer because I've spent thousands of dollars on golf stuff and I've 
like True. countless hours. So I, I think that he could say I'm training to become a pilot because I'm assuming at this point Maybe he's, he wants to do it, he's yeah. going to be doing it. And he hasn't so, reached that point yet, but it sounds like he, I don't know. I do think it's rather bold of him <laughs> to say that he can, uh, he has more experience than actual pilots when he's never flown a plane. Yeah. And I've I've done a simulator. I've landed a simulator, by the way. Too. So I am a pilot. I have landed a simulator a myself, but and that was this, really hard. Isn't this like me saying like, oh, I'm a, I can say to someone like, oh, and I love golf. I love to play golf. Right. And if someone came up to me and said, Joey, are you a golfer? I would say, yes, I am a golfer. Is that okay to say? Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone's confusing you to be a pro golfer. But like, for instance, <laughs> I remember I was in Vegas once and I was walking by and a woman came up to me and asked if I was a golfer. I don't want to get into more details about who this woman was. She just she just said, are you a golfer? Well, no, it's because I had a golf hat on. Oh. And so she says, oh, are you a golfer? And I said, yes, I am. But does that mean I'm saying that I'm a professional golfer no, or see, I just like to golf? that's tricky. That's really tricky because so, I don't know why she was asking. Was she asking, hey, are you a pro golfer? Here's the problem. Or do you like to golf as a hobby? If this guy who, by the way, now wants to divorce his wife and is asking for help. That's the big bombshell. That's nuts. Can you imagine what is the reason for divorce? Well, I'm a pilot, but my wife won't tell anybody I'm a pilot. Here's the problem. If he goes, I'm a pilot, what's the number one response? What airline? And then what or do you say? My basement or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you fly um, a jet? So I actually think there's a bigger issue here. I don't think he's explaining it correctly, and this is my opinion. I don't think he wants a divorce because his wife won't call him a pilot. I think there's a deeper meaning, and, and that he she wants won't respect di- the title. He wants a divorce because he doesn't feel respected by yes, his wife, and that's you're right. different. Because if you have a passion or a hobby, and your partner is always discrediting it or poking fun at it, yeah. or not taking it seriously. That that okay. could be grounds for divorce. So from now on, if we get introduced, tell me uh, I'm the golfer. I'd appreciate that. What does your husband do? He golfs. He golfs. Golfs and talks. Nothing else. I just talk and <laughs> golf. That's all I do. It's Joey and Lauren. It's the only rule we follow around here. It's time for the five-second rule with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Let's play five-second rule. You have five seconds to name three things. you got to think on your feet. Uh, Daniel is today's contestant today. What's going on, Daniel? How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? We're doing wonderful. Uh, You are battling against Lauren and myself. We all fight each other on this. The question for you, Daniel, is who do you want to start off? You can start off Lauren, me, your call. Uh, I think I'll start. Okay, I like ah. that. I like that. You know, there's not enough people that are confident like Daniel. A lot of people want to wait it out. Daniel wants he to go to for the kill right now. So here we go, Daniel. Okay, Daniel, name three ways to celebrate a birthday. Uh, go to a bar, sing karaoke, or make love with your wife. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Those are all correct answers. Those are good ways Hello. to celebrate. Daniel, that sounded very specific. Like, that's what he does for his birthday. Okay, here we go, Lauren. Okay. Name three uses for a bungee cord. Um, Tying things up, bungee jumping, and tying mm. things up. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like there was a lot of bungee cords growing up in my house, and I don't know why. You like, know what? Keeping stuff down in the bed of a truck. Yes. That's what I yes, should have said. That's a big one. But you do not get that one right. Okay, to me, Daniel's still with the only point. Okay. Joey, name three professional boxers. Uh, Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, and Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao. Mm. Current boxers, actually. Was it current? No, I'm just okay. kidding. I was like, Those I don't, even, work. Those I don't work. even know if I can name current boxers. Okay, round two. Uh, Daniel and I both have a point. Back to Daniel. All right, Daniel. Name three 
animals that can swim? Fish, whale, dolphin, uh, swordfish, marlin. Swordfish and a marlin. Swordfish. Shout out to the swordfish. That's awesome. Have you ever seen a swordfish in real life, Daniel? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, same. Hopefully not in the wild. Maybe an aquarium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if I've seen a swordfish in an aquarium, I think to be I honest have. with you. I think I have in oh, the uh, Seattle Aquarium. Okay, here we go. Lauren, is it back to you? Yeah. Name yeah. three sauces. Oh, my gosh. Barbecue sauce. Fry sauce. Mm. How do you not know three sauces? Marinara sauce. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I was just trying to think. Because we've had this argument before. Because if you say ranch, I'm not giving ranch, you ranch. You, it's more of a, that's yeah. a dressing or, or a spread. Mayonnaise is not a sauce. I will never say, and I won't say ketchup is a sauce. Ketchup is ketchup. It's a condiment. It's different. But okay. barbecue sauce is a condiment, but it says sauce. Yeah, in it's the name. barbecue sauce is in the name. Okay, back to me. Joey, name three emojis. Uh, the eggplant emoji, the poo emoji, and the laugh cry emoji. Mm. My three favorite emojis. <laughs> All right, so Daniel and I both have two points. Lauren is 0 for 2. We go into the third round. Back to Daniel. Daniel, name three types of exercise classes. Yoga, Pilates, F24. Yeah, 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 F45. Were you going F45? We know what you meant. I mean, maybe you only go 24. You only go half the time. I like that. (laughs) So, Daniel, a perfect three for three. Yoga and Pilates were going to be the first two things I was going to say, but then I have nothing after that. I guess, um, oh, what's the one where you jump on boxes and you go around in a circle? That's like a hit class. Yeah, that's kind of like like an F45, right? Yeah, that's like a circuit training (laughs) or whatever. All right, Lauren, name three things that smell bad. Um, Cheese. Feet and armpits. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Finally, Lauren's on the board. Okay, back to me. If I get this, I tie with Daniel. Okay. If I miss it, Daniel wins. Name three human bones. Oh. Femur, ankle, <laughs> wrist. <laughs> I have not, Femur's the only bone I know. What? Oh, ribs. I should have said ribs. Okay. Um, collarbone. But yep. is it, yeah. Okay. Well, Daniel, you get it done. You're the winner. You go perfect three for three. All right, man? Awesome, thank you. Okay, we're going to hook you up. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It is time for What Did We Learn on the show today as we look back and ask ourselves, what are we going to talk about at home? And the war on soup commenced on this show. So it all started this this uh, woman that works for Barstool Sports uh, basically said, soup is not for men. Sorry. And it was like a sorry, not sorry kind of a situation. She's saying that soup, you, you can't be a man and be eating soup. And we both agreed. Soup is for everyone. Men, women, children, adults, elderly, youth, teenagers, it doesn't matter. But I did go in on soup and say soup is for an appetizer at a fancy restaurant if you're sick and you're battling the cold flu or if you're very, very cold. Those are the only three times I want to eat soup. Any other time I do not want soup. people eat what they want to eat. Soup is delicious. Text on this, a lot of angry men. Saying Angry soup, soup men. Soup is for everyone. I'm a man and I love soup. Other people are kind of defending her saying, I agree. This one says, I agree. Men can eat hearty soups and stews, <laughs> but other soups are for ladies. Now this is getting what? interesting. So men. Wait, so can women eat stews? <laughs> no, Ridiculous. women can only eat bisques. All right. <laughs> So if Who you're, eats the chowder? If you're listening to this incredibly stupid conversation, 
It is that some people are saying men can only eat soup if it's hearty and a chowder or a or a beef stew. But it's like Campbell's Chunky, right? <laughs> Campbell, hey, listen, Campbell's Chunky Soup. What are normally the spokespeople? NFL players. This is all ridiculous. It's stupid. The, the whole conversation is ridiculous. The whole idea that men should not be eating soup is ridiculous. But let me ask you this. Let's just go stereotypical first date here. You're out uh, to dinner with your first date. You order a steak and potatoes, and he orders a soup. You're not telling me there's any. There's no mind games there where you're like, that's a little odd. If wait, all he orders is soup. Okay, has nothing to do with being a man. Has nothing to do with being my date. I think in general, soup deserves to be paired with a salad. Give soup the credit and love that it deserves. It needs a friend, and that friend is a delicious salad. So that's that's fine. You're out sandwich. You're out at a first date. You get steak and potatoes, and this man across from you orders a soup and salad. You're not. Playing, my, you're, you're not having any mind games about that. That doesn't weird you out at all. You can fully mm. accept that a man or a woman or whoever can eat whatever I they want I'd whenever they want. I think I'd be more weirded out that I would feel almost embarrassed that I got such a hearty meal and got he it. didn't. But I don't think it's the soup or it's the salad in particular. This text says, let's meet in the middle. Maybe men just drink the soup from bowls <laughs> without a spoon. That's more manly. Why am I picturing... <laughs> Just big burly men listening to our show over a nice tomato soup going, this is ridiculous. Uh, I Uh, think soup is for everyone. This lady's crazy. We got a message that says, my wife is a soup person. I'm not a huge soup person unless it's a good hearty filling soup or a good creamy one. I'm not a broth with little to it guy. I went to a restaurant the other day. I love brothy soup, especially when I'm sick. I went to a restaurant, okay? My buddy got a mushroom, very, very nice restaurant. We were traveling. Got a mushroom soup. And they handed him the bowl with three pieces of mushroom in it. And then while it's on the table, the server comes over with a hot thing of broth and then pours the broth in it. So it was literally broth with three floating mushrooms. And that was his soup. Was it delicious? Did he like it? Did he, he said eat it? it? Was, he said it was good. Did he order anything else? Oh, it was the starter. If that was oh, my main see? course, I would have thrown the bowl. <laughs> Absolutely. I would have thrown the bowl against there the wall. There is a very specific soup that I'm obsessed with from a specific restaurant. That has kale and sausage and potatoes in it. If you know what I mean, it's white and creamy. It's delicious. Shmuka shmashmana. From Shmala Shmarden. I would eat that for every meal. I love it so much. It's so good. All right. The war on soup is finished. And I'm soup a lady, wins. But I think men can eat soup. If you take anything home today, just know that Joey and Lauren want everyone yeah. to be able to eat soup. We should start a nonprofit. And act like it's some big issue. Like, everyone deserves to eat soup. The Joey Lawrence stamp. Yes. Soup is for everyone. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.